Hello humans, hello humans. First of November, I'm having to um, alter things here uh, in that I can't, um, it's unwise for me to discuss uh, my activities. I've got a couple of very aggressive stalkers and some people are really pissed at me, so I've gotta be circumspect about what I'm doing and where I'm going and things, right? Um, just is the the way it is at this particular point in time. So probably I will be forced to um, uh, alter my patterns quite considerably, and uh, these audios may um, may not get done. They may fall off. I may not have the ability to do it, uh, given the stuff I'm uh, dealing with at the moment. <coughs> so. Uh, I'm not as badass as like uh, Max Egan, right? So like the um, uh, Israelis have Max Egan targeted, governments have Max targeted, uh, you know, the Israelis are pissed at me, but it's not like I went to Gaza like Max, right? So, um, uh, you know, so it's like the Israelis, the Australian government, New Zealand, uh, you know, they've all taken actions trying to get our government to do shit to me. Um, but, like I say, it's not as bad as <laughs> Max Egan where they have a hurricane, you know, or tornado, like, drive right over the top of your house and destroy everything you own. It's not quite that bad. Nonetheless, I'm still getting um, a ration of shit from some people as a result of uh, speaking out. So, um, you know, I've got people I've got to watch out for. I've got to... Um, take precautions and ratchet my paranoia up and not go into details and stuff. However, um, it's quite probable um, uh, that we're going to be relocating, okay? And I won't go into details on that either. Uh, it has less to do with stalkers, though, than um, uh, very bad decisions made by the guy we hired as a contractor. Um, and basically, I didn't supervise him because that was a period of time when I was actively dying. That was like six months of actively dying from the cancer. And I was just able to like hold it together for three hours a day uh, physically to get a little bit of stuff done through great huge amounts of effort. I was able to move and get us here. Uh, and I basically didn't care a lot about the, uh, uh, you know, investigating the quality of work and so on because I was dying. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, like... Let me see. So, and so, uh, five months after we moved, um, uh, I ended up dying. Right, and then there was a you know a year and a half of absolute hell, uh, trying to figure out how to recover. And then once I started getting a little bit ahead of it and getting a little bit of my mind back, then there was another couple of years of actually doing the work of recovery. And then in the midst of all that shit, there was COVID. So anyway, so we end up with um, uh, a lot of very bad work on the, on the house we're in. And it's uh, so bad that it's, it's going to require major renovations. And uh, so we're in the process of uh, relocating because we can't live there while this is ongoing. Eh, royal pain, right? Um, didn't want to have to move again, but I have to move again at least twice, really. Because uh, we want to come back here, right? The view is spectacular. 
but uh, just can't live there with the, the shit work that was done and the house degrading on us uh, already. In any event, though, so major changes for us. Um, I won't be doing things in the more regular pattern that I had been doing them uh, simply because it makes it too predictable and too easy for me to be targeted by these uh, fucking stalkers. And, um, you know, uh, it, it's annoying, but at this stage, I've got to go around armed, all right? So these stalkers are not nice people. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's it's I'm not like Dick Allgaier where the Chinese send, uh, you know, uh, Chinese honeypot women to try and, and seduce him into doing work for them, right? Um, <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that luxury. I got some pretty ugly stalkers coming after me. Anyway, um, uh, this last guy is just a real piece of work. Um, so, uh, all right. <laughs> so we're doing a bunch of stuff. Um, we've got our old farts out um, looking at language and things. We've come up with some uh, new discoveries. If I get an opportunity, I'll go into those. They get into some of the um, uh, really interesting information uh, with uh, the psychic business, right? Uh, and, and we're actually getting into the point where we're doing experiments. Uh, so uh, I'm going to do more later on, but we're doing some experiments with uh, Shungite at the moment, relative, especially relative to its um, effect on uh, psychic ability. Now, we don't know what that um, uh, what that is, right, in terms of what the effect is. Um, we know it has an effect. We know that if you wear the Shungite, and you do remote viewing, you have better remote viewing, you have more accurate remote viewing, you have um, more available to you, the experience is a little bit more pleasant, all kinds of things, right, relative to the remote viewing. Now, we have factual uh, information relative to Shungite that it shuts down or, or impacts the ability of electromagnetic fields to... Um, uh, to get into your body. So if you put the Shungite between you and the electromagnetic magnetic field, the Shungite appears to act as like a um, <coughs> electromagnetic sponge in that it sucks it up and it doesn't go into your body. So you can, you can wear a Shungite, you can put little tiny Shungite things on your phone and it'll suck up all the electromagnetic radiation of your phone or your laptop or whatever uh, and, and retain it there and, and it shrinks the effective electromagnetic field bubble. So this is a very interesting uh, phenomena that we're investigating at a relatively scientific basis, although our point is to get on and try and figure out what parameters affect its ability to interact with your psychicness, right? And um, so we've got a whole bunch of uh, experiments planned. Apparently, the Russians are like, mm, the, okay, so there's some level of investigation at the scientific level within the Russian society of Shungite, pretty much along the electromagnetic radiation um, deal, uh, along those lines, but they, they may also be investigating its ability to ramp up psychicness. We say this because um, 
some of the expats or some of the old farts or, or expat Americans, um, uh, uh, a Greek or a Frenchman living in uh, Russia, right? And uh, so they're aware of things that are going on in Russia. One of them is really uh, tied into the psychic community into Russia. And he's of the opinion, or, or he's located some stuff uh, that suggests that the Russians are of the opinion that it uh, may be worthwhile to ban the sale of uh, Karelian Shungite. This is the only Shungite there is, right? It's this meteor that came down and smacked into northern Russia, and we've been mining it ever since. And it's really interesting um, mineral in a lot of ways. Anyway, so um, our guy in Russia uh, has been um, uh, getting information about a uh, telepathy experiment that's been ongoing. And this telepathy experiment is um, uh, involving... Uh, children and, and young adults, you know, like in their uh, very late teens, early 20s, um, that are siblings that have apparently been previously identified as having some level of psychic ability. And then they're, they're I don't know all the details. We know that they've been given uh, Shungite to wear 24 hours a day, so little bracelets, and that they have medallions and stuff, and that the Shungite is um, uh, being used in in, um, I guess we'd call them devices, really sort of like uh, uh, boxy things that uh, I'm not really sure of the intent. We don't have a, a decent description of that, um, but they're apparently attempting to like set up a um, an enclosed space created by the Shungite, set into the room, and it's got... Um, sensors in its um, internally. How those sensors are relaying information out, I don't know. I don't know if it's wired. I don't know, you know, if the wires are insulated. I don't know any of the details that, that way. We just have this high-level discussion of the results of this thing uh, that have been reported part of the uh, telepathy experiment. But apparently the telepathy experiments are uh, pretty fantastically positive in the sense that uh, telepathic abilities uh, where people already had them uh, to some demonstrable degree go way the fuck through the roof um, with this like Shungite protocol. And so this is sort of the kind of thing that um, the remote viewers experience when they get involved with Shungite. Uh, in fact, some of the remote viewers can only have uh, exposure to Shungite for a certain percentage of the day and they sort of like... Um, uh, get too agitated. It uh, uh, it affects them at a, um, a physical slash emotional level, and so they they have to uh, limit their exposure to it. So anyway, it's a, a interesting mineral for us to be investigating, and is yielding some positive results in our investigations as well. So right now we're, we're approaching this from a, um, uh, you know, physical parameter uh, viewpoint. We haven't gotten yet to the point of designing psychic experiments, although we're sort of noodling with that and making some discussions about how to proceed. Uh, our issues, of course, are that most of us are separated by uh, thousands of miles, if not whole continents. <laughs> so, um, so it's going to be difficult to uh, arrange things in a, 
you know, a, a reasonably orderly fashion for uh, doing these kind of psychic experiments. Usually they're done in like the same building kind of thing, right? Anyway, so, um, yeah, some craziness here on the roads. Okay, so, anyway, so, um, uh, I'll report on our Shungite experiments as we go forward. So far, we have not had any um, disappointing results at all, and it's actually quite remarkable the level of um, activity that the Shungite presents. So you can have a, uh, a magnetic field source and use like a trivalent uh, electromagnetic field sensor, and you might get a combined reading of, um, say, 112 on the field, right? This is one set of numbers we've actually encountered here with a very strong electromagnetic field. And uh, you put Shungite in front of it, or in between it and the uh, sensing meter, and the sensing meter's ability to, uh, to get that field drops down from 112 down to two. Okay, so very little of that electromagnetic field is coming through. In fact, it is uh, what I would think of as like being subcritical in the sense that um, uh, just walking around in a non-electromagnetic field um, filled environment. So if you're just like outside, uh, you know, you're walking along on, on the side of the street, there's the power lines up above you, you might be exposed to a field that was, you know, uh, as low as two or less, right? So this is very low levels of electromagnetic radiation to be subjected to, very low indeed. And um, uh, it's a sustainable. Once, they, once the uh, Shungite <coughs> is there, that's the, um, the maximum level of field you get. It fluctuates slightly. Uh, it fluctuates even if the the field is reasonably stable and the shungite is stable. There's still some level of fluctuation of the interaction of the field with the shungite material. Now, the interesting part is that the size of the shungite does not really matter that much. You can get it down to a point where it's not effective. So if you take these shungite medallions and you crack them into lots of little bits uh, and you put all the little bits into a um, like a plastic sack or something and hold that plastic sack of shattered shungite fragments in front of the electromagnetic field, it still works. Now, and at some point, uh, taking out one piece at a time, one piece at a time kind of thing, you will get down to the level of, uh, of reduced mass to where the shungite has no um, measurable effect. In, in our experiments here, uh, we can take a four gram a bit of shungite, which is not very much at all, and it's a very thin wafer-like thing, a little wafer medallion, crack it up into dozens of pieces because it doesn't crack evenly, you know. You can slice it, you can treat it as a mineral, but you create, or, you know, it's like a jewelry mineral, but you create lots and lots and lots of um, debris and residue because of the, the flaking and so on. It's a very flaky material. Anyway, so... Um, the, the cool thing about the Shungite is that even at these reduced levels, so if you get out of the four grams, if we get it down to just a little over a third of a gram, it stops working, right? But if you put it back up to a half a gram, that is to say you return some of the dust, there you go, it starts working again. 
Um, and then even at its minimalist level, so, so you've got an electromagnetic field at 112, and you take your cracked up bits of Shungite medallion, and you take them down to the, the absolute minimum that is um, able to be uh, felt, so to speak, um, a measured uh, field response, and you take it down to that, then you can increase that magnetic field basically as much as you want, and you still get the same level of reduction effect uh, within uh, uh, the, as a result of the Shungite. So, um, you know, so you, you can raise it up to 145, 212, 280. It does not seem to make any difference. And, and we have not, with our crude level of equipment anyway, been able to come up with a, um, uh, crud, road, road closures. Um, we haven't been able to come up with a, uh, a large enough field that would uh, overwhelm the Shungite. So uh, Shungite medallion is, is uh, apparently is as effective against a, an electromagnetic field from a um, computer as it is from an electromagnetic field from a power plant. Um, you know, just really interesting the, the way that it um, uh, operates at scale. As I say, I think of it as a sponge. Um, pulling in the electromagnetic field and isolating you from it. Uh, this works with little tiny bits of, of shungite dust that have been uh, put into a little sticky that you can put on the back of your um, laptop or on the back of your phone. And you totally reduce the amount of uh, electromagnetic field that's coming out of there just by that dust. Okay, so I'm going to have to get off here and do some other stuff. Anyway, um, when we figure out, or if we figure out, why this is affecting uh, things like psychic ability, uh, you can be certain that we'll be shouting this out at, from the rooftops, because it's really fascinating. And it there is something there. It's really solid work that it does affect your psychic ability, as well as just regular electromagnetic fields. Okay, anyway, um, gotta go guys. Got some stuff here and it's uh, strange times.